Hello, Internet. This is you and Spence and the Insight Calling. This week, someone told me that they heard someone talk that they knew someone else who knew where the whole city was. Coming up in the news pod, we're not going to Ukraine, we are going to the backup tapes, and we have our first name for Junior. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, welcome to another Insight News pod. It's the summer, so it's what's been happening in the last two weeks in the world of the Eurovision Song Contest and Junior Eurovision as well. Keep an eye on everything as we go through the summer, www.escinsight.com. Support us, patreon.com slash escinsight for the price of about a fancy coffee per month. And uh, enjoy the summer break. There is music out there. Enjoy it. Uh, we will all be kicking off in Top Gear uh, on September the 1st, because that's the deadline where you can have new songs released and still be valid for the song contest next year. But of course, the question that has been around the community and around the search engines for the last fortnight is where will we be next year? So, since our last news pod, the EBU released two statements around the hosting of the Eurovision Song Contest 2023. While there are a lot of finer points, interesting details, the summary of the first statement is very concise. The song contest cannot be held in Ukraine next year, and the EBU has opened discussions with the BBC to potentially host Eurovision 2023. So, following calls from Ukraine and a handful of other broadcasters to reconsider, the EBU issued a second statement one week later, going into more details on the considerations made, the solutions offered by Ukraine's public broadcaster, and some of the options proposed by the broadcaster so it could host the contest. It also notes a small fraction of the logistics involved, uh, notably uh, 10,000 accredited staff and delegation members, along with about 30,000 fans who would travel for the contest and this creating a risk of what is delicately called a mass casualty event. In, in essence, we've thought about it again. We're not going to Ukraine for the 2023 contest. There's a third statement here to bring in as well, and that's one from the BBC. Let me read that one out in full. Uh, we have seen the announcement from the EBU. Clearly, these aren't a set of circumstances that anyone would want. Following their decision, we will, of course, discuss the BBC hosting the Eurovision Song Contest. That's it. Those are the confirmed details we have. Everything else is speculation. We don't have confirmation that the BBC will be hosting. We don't even know if they are hosting, if they would be hosting in the UK. We don't know when the contest will be or where it will be. We just don't know. There's a lot of guesses. There's a lot of posturing. Um, you know, I would speculate that assuming the BBC does accept hosting duties, which is not a given... There's, there would be a bidding or a tendering process that would be started. It would ask for proposals from villages, towns and cities on how they would host the song contest, what facilities they could offer, what budgets would be involved, just as we have seen in other countries in other years, which means there is not going to be anything definitive for some time yet. 
Yet this hasn't stopped a huge rush of announcements, declarations, bolstering SEO fueled mainstream media, hot and wrong takes available from politicians from who re, who really you know should read their brief and should know a little bit better, uh, and of course lots of discussion in the Eurovision community itself. And yes, I have opinions on where and where the contest could be, should be, would be, would like it to be. But this week, this, this fortnight, is the new spot, and the news is we're not going to Ukraine next year and other options are being investigated. Okay, on with the other bits of news. Uh, a little bit of 2022 looking back is still going on with the release of the live on-tape videos. Uh, the official YouTube channel is working its way through these recordings. These were made by each broadcaster and the performers in the event that they could not take to the Turin stage, a precaution added to the Eurovision playbook last year during the COVID lockdown. Uh, and it would be like if they hadn't got to the venue um, or the country because of the pandemic, because of positive tester any other reasons there at all. Uh, Australia was used last year. Uh, a backup tape made in the rehearsals for Iceland was also used last year. Uh, none of the back backup tapes were used this year. Everybody did make it to the stage. As noted by the .TV team, not every broadcaster has given permission. Uh, Czech Republic and Netherlands um, have not. And of course, Ukraine did not have a backup tape. They used their national final performance there due to extenuating circumstances. Anyway, youtube.com slash Eurovision. By the time you listen to this podcast, all of the live backup tapes that are available um, are going to be up there. So you can have a look essentially at what you could see is a work in progress. Was a was a point where they went, you know what, let's lock this in so we've got a safety net and then carry on there. Some of them closer to the final product than others. The official website has also brought together a veritable bingo card of numbers and stats around Stefania, this year's winning song from Kalush Orchestra for Ukraine. The big three worth highlighting here, over a quarter of a million usages on TikTok, which is handy given the Eurovision and TikTok are now in a media partnership. 27.5 million streams on Spotify. Other streaming services are available. And 20 million combined YouTube views for the official video and the live performances there as well. Uh, looking forward to 2023, uh, let's just have a look at the entry list. We've just got Italy to add to the official tally this fortnight for the entries. Of course, there are no rules that say you have to make your entry public. BBU will release uh, as a, a sort of entry list, an entry list, but it's probably going to be about November, December for that. So just now, it's up to broadcasters whether they say they're in or not, uh, and 18 have said so far that they are. Uh, we've already noticed September the 1st for the deadline. And uh, what else? Uh, let's take out, we've got a result. Yeah, we have a result. Junior Eurovision. Uh, we have our first performer uh, with George's national fallen Renina coming to a close. So winning the ticket to Armenia with Yerevan as our host city is Mariam Bivava. Uh, there's no word on the song yet that will be released at a later date. Uh, on the wider picture of Junior Eurovision, we got our entry list up to 10. North Macedonia is going to join us in Armenia as well. <laughs> Okay, another couple of bits of country news as we look around. Uh, Poland, first of all. Uh, Poland's 2021 Junior Eurovision singer Sarah James has not only appeared on America's Got Talent, but has been awarded a direct to the live show's buzzer from music impresarial Simon Cowell. 
Nobody has mentioned Junior Eurovision. Uh, adult contest news as well. Let's start Finland. Broadcaster YLE has confirmed the rules for Finland's UMK, including the submission window at September the 1st. For opening, September the 5th. For closing, be sharp, be outside the headquarters ready to hand over the digital package. At least one songwriter and one lead singer in each entry must be a Finnish citizen or have permanent residence in Finland. As long as you've covered that, everybody else can be from anywhere else. Uh, another quite bit of national final housekeeping from Israel. Uh, the 2023 performer is going to be selected internally by broadcaster Khan. Previously, it was the winner of the X Factor, which meant we had like 14 or 15 weeks of going through X Factor uh, as a sort of de facto national final. No word on how the song is going to be selected. Last year was a submission process and then selected month after. So we'll see what happens for the 2023 uh, we also have a note from the San Remo rulebook. Uh, the winner of San Remo will represent Italy at Eurovision. Previously, this had been winner gets first refusal. But in recent years, artists have been asked beforehand whether they would be accepting the ticket. And it's our understanding that the vast majority said yes in 2021. Uh, and in 2022, everybody said yes beforehand. So this is more like a bookkeeping exercise to tie everything together nicely but it does at least give us one uncomplicated rule from San Remo. Uh, Norway submissions have opened for MGP which selects Norway's song for Europe. It's opened now until the 18th of September and while everyone is encouraged to enter broadcaster NRK does note in the rulebook it wants to prioritise and promote Norwegian music life. So that's a consideration when you make up your team. Uh, Spain in classic PR style we have an announcement of an announcement Spanish broadcaster RTV said that they will be announcing the dates of the second edition of the revamped Benidorm Fest on July the 19th it doesn't look like it's going to be a standalone event as well it looks like there's going to be an open air beach party concert going on as well according to our friends over at Weeby Blogs so uh, might have something interesting to watch on the streams there News from Sweden on Melody Festival, and not from the broadcaster SVT, though, but the ticketing agency Live Nation. Last year, uh, lockdown for Melody Festival meant that uh, the tickets have been rolled forward into 2023's edition, and dates have been emailed out to ticket holders. So, this isn't complete confirmation, okay? This is a sort of, oh, this logically looks like it might work. Things might change. So let's just consider this a very strong indication instead. Certainly the dates work out, Saturday the 4th of February for the first show and the final on Saturday the 11th of March. Uh, for Hates, Gothenburg, Leiching, Leiching and Malmo, semi-final in Ormsgoldvik and the final in Stockholm. Not Solo, which is where the Friends Arena is, so we might be moving back to Globen. Who knows? Uh, those are all very strong indications. Don't book your tickets just yet for those. Right then, just some loose ends to tie up. It is the summer months. Everything kind of slows down now, unless you're a politician who wants to say, I think our city should host Eurovision, in which case there is buckets of politicians trying to get their names associated with successful bids for their uh, towns, cities or villages. Personally, I'm still hoping for Whitley Bay. Anyway, what else have we got? Uh, we are going to have more podcasts going through the summer from inside. We're going to have uh, said Fortley News Pods uh, going through. We should have an edition of The Question uh, coming up uh, before the end of the month as well as more chats over coffees. And of course, you can go back and listen to those previous ones. Last week, I spoke to Professor Dean Vujic, uh about uh, 
politics in the early years of the Eurovision Song Contest back in the 50s, 60s, 70s and 80s. And I have to call the 80s the early years of Eurovision. I'm so old. <laughs> uh, so that's all coming up uh, through the website and on your podcast feed. And congratulations also to Alexandra Kroger, uh, Lego Eurovision modeler extraordinaire. Quarter million views uh, for the Lego Eurovision 2022 uh, has been passed and over 4 million now in total for the channel. Congratulations there, Alexandro. Uh, dates for the diary? Nope. Tell my shows? Nope. Events? Not that I'm aware of. Um, if there are or I've missed any of those, do get in touch. Uh, you and ESC Insight will reach me. There's contact details and pages on the website as well, ESCInsight.com. And uh, of course, as we come to the end, to all our friends out there who we know and are still to meet, do stay safe, keep being kind to each other. And yeah, to wrap for now. Guitars. This edition of the ESC Insight News podcast was hosted by Ewan Spence, written by Ewan Spence and the team at ESC Insight, www.escinsight, and support us, patreon.com slash ESC Insight as well.